The end of expanded SNAP food benefits is impacting a Bloomington Normal food bank and its clients. That's one of the things you need to know to start your day. I'm Ryan Denham. And I'm Alice. Today is Wednesday, April 26th, and this is WGLT's The Lead Off. Support for The Lead Off on WGLT and WGLT.org comes from the Central Illinois Regional Airport in Bloomington, connecting business and leisure travelers to the world on American, Delta, Frontier, and Allegiant. CIRA, your trip starts here. Details at CIRA.com. Let's lead off with a call for more organ donations to save more lives. Here's WGLT's Eric Stock. Adam Lovell of Bloomington needed a new kidney and pancreas because of his diabetes and complications from a foot injury. Lovell was on a waiting list for four years until 2009 when he became eligible to receive those organs from a teenager who had died. That 18-year-old boy who suddenly passed away still lives on. His cells still live on inside me. So what could have been the end of his story, you know, isn't. Lovell shared his story in a National Donate Life Month event at Carl Broman Medical Center in Normal. A gift of hope flag was raised to bring attention to the need. Harry Wilkins with the gift of hope says surveys show 95% of the public supports organ donation, but a much smaller percentage actually sign up. We've always said please don't take your, he- your organs to heaven because heaven knows we need them here. Wilkins calls organ donors heroes. He would no doubt call Corey Briggs's brother a hero. The Bloomington man lost his brother two years ago. But Briggs says his brother Theodore's legacy lives on as 18 of his organs were transplanted into other people. I feel kind of really great about that because of the simple fact that means a piece of him is still on this earth, still walking around, even though I can't see him, feel him, or know what part of him is in who. At Carl Broman last year, four patients who had agreed to donate their organs helped save 20 lives. For the leadoff, I'm Eric Stock. Here's some other stories we're following in the WGLT newsroom. Illinois Wesleyan University President Georgia Nugent says the nursing school is taking action to get off probation caused by low passage rates in the nursing licensing exams. April is Distracted Driving Awareness Month, and a survey conducted by State Farm found that three-quarters of drivers have easy access to their phone and many of them use it behind the wheel. McLean County prosecutors say lawyers for Barton McNeil should not be allowed to introduce evidence to support his claims that his former girlfriend confessed to the Bloomington murder that put him behind bars for life. And Illinois Senate Republicans, including Sally Turner, who represents parts of Bloomington Normal, say they want to vote on several bills that would increase penalties for criminals and bring justice to victims of crimes. You can find more on those stories at WGLT.org. The federal government expanded benefits for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program to about 40 million Americans during the COVID pandemic. Those benefits returned to pre-pandemic levels last month. Recipients are getting about $90 less each month on average, and that's caused a further strain on food banks and other nonprofits struggling to keep everyone fed. Tara Ingham is executive director of the Midwest Food Bank's offices in Normal. 
Ingham tells WGLT agriculture correspondent Tim Alexander that the end of expanded SNAP benefits is just one reason why demand has surged. We know that SNAP benefits are returning to those pre-pandemic levels. And further, you know, inflation in food costs is really reducing the buying power and adding to limited financial resources for many households. Inflation is especially challenging, of course, to those that are living near or below the poverty line. So people are having to make difficult choices on how to use their household budget. And they've been turning to food pantries for support. So in 2022, Midwest Food Bank saw an average of a 25% increase in demand across all of the agencies that we serve. And the demand continues to be elevated this year as well. Right here at our Bloomington Normal location of Midwest Food Bank, we've noticed that the partner food pantries that we serve are taking on average 30% more food uh, than this time last year. So uh, the food demand definitely continues uh, to be at an increased level. So how are you uh, going to uh, increase the amount of food that you bring in at Midwest Food Bank to match this 25% uh, increase in demand that you're realizing? I understand you have a lot of ongoing uh, partnerships with uh, Illinois pork producers with their pork power, uh, power program. Uh, there's a new program that I've heard about with the University of Illinois Extension, a uh, venison donation program. Can you tell me a little bit about how you meet this demand and how you plan to, uh, to meet the increased demand? At Midwest Food Bank, we're going to strive to do our best to find partnerships with a food that would have otherwise been wasted. So whether that means reaching out to uh, various food vendors and producers and distributors uh, to look for their excess and their loads of foods that they need to uh, offload, maybe because they overproduced and uh, overestimated the supply and demand cycle, uh, or tapping into special programs uh, where uh, farmers can uh, donate their excess, for example. Do you expect the increase in demand to uh, to keep going? Has it leveled off? Has it Will it taper or decline in the upcoming years, do you feel? And while we don't necessarily have that crystal ball to predict exactly what is going to happen um, either way, uh, you know, we're happy to be a part of the solution and we're honored to deliver out our mission here at Midwest Food Bank uh, in a season of increased food insecurity. Uh, I wish I could say that we knew the answer to what will happen months down the road, uh, but let's put in perspective, for example, the start of COVID. Nobody could have predicted uh, that that severe increase would happen, uh, you know, just from a, a new type of instance that we had never dealt with before. Um, so it will be interesting to see how it all plays out. You know, general inflation may be tapering, but uh, anybody who goes to the supermarket uh, would have a different story to report, wouldn't they? I, I agree, yes. That was Tara Ingham of Midwest Food Bank speaking with WGLT Ag correspondent Tim Alexander. Ingham says for each dollar in donations the food bank receives, it can distribute $30 worth of food. Ingham says for families who need help for the first time and don't know where to call, she recommends they call 211 to get connected to food banks and other community resources. Support for WGLT agriculture coverage comes from Growmark and its FS members, your trusted advisor in all your ag decisions. Before we let you go, both the Unit 5 and District 87 school boards meet tonight at 6.30. Unit 5 will hear a solar energy presentation, and District 87 will decide whether to accept a donation of real estate near Washington Elementary. And that's it for today. I'm your co-host, Alice, from Parkside Elementary School in Normal. You can subscribe to the Lead Off podcast 
on Apple, Google, Spotify, or the NPR app.